Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. Well, it's the 20-year anniversary, of course, of Notre Dame's 2002 College World Series team as the team gets set to uh, host a little uh, reunion coming up next week here in South Bend. And uh, one of the uh, best catchers in Notre Dame baseball history from that 2 Fighting Irish College World Series team with us right now. He was drafted by the Chicago Cubs at the end of that season, Mr. Paul O'Toole. How are you this afternoon, Mr. O'Toole? I am doing great, Sean. Thank you very much for having me. Appreciate it. And feel free uh, to play any more clips from that season. Um, I'm, I'm happy to listen to the glory days. All right. Absolutely. Do you, do, you, uh, do you happen to know what game that highlight came from? Do you remember? My guess would be the South Alabama game in the regional. Is that right? That is absolutely correct. And there was actually a little part of it that would have given it away. I took it out so that I could see if maybe, you know, okay. to, to make sure that, yeah. So you, you, you hit a home run late in that game, uh, not late in that game. I think it, it, it actually made it 15 to one, you're five for five. And, and I mean, that game, you know, that was part of the regional that you guys hosted at X stadium. You beat South Alabama 25 to one. I mean, just an offensive yeah. onslaught you guys had that weekend scoring 42 runs why, why do you think you guys were able to just explode that way that weekend you know I think a lot of it was we finally got over the hump at the Big East tournament that was the first year we finally won it right and I don't know what it was we had some fantastic teams my four years there we could just never quite get over that hump so I think once we we got that um got that championship we were just playing with a ton of confidence and it rolled right into the regionals um and plus we just had overcome so much adversity that entire year right that you know we were just ready to get to get rolling and and um you know had just such a great combination of of veterans on that team with some really talented young young guys and uh yeah just kept it rolling before we talk more specifically about that season, the 2002 season, fill in the blank on this one. Mm -hmm. The 2001 season ended with blank at third base. Oh, uh, 2001 season ended with me at third base. That's right. Um, I, it was the Florida International game, um, winner take all. After Pete Ogilvy uh, pitched a great game one, we had to win two games against him that day. Yeah, he did. Um, I hit a ball off of uh, the center field wall, and, and Coach Maneri told me he was about to send me for an in-the-park home run to try to uh, to tie it up. Try to tie it up. And uh, he stopped me, gave me the stop sign late, rounding third, 
and then uh, Andrew Bushy was hitting, and uh, I think he struck out against their tough left-handed pitcher, and that, that ended our season. Yeah, and that was you know again. So so Paul O'Toole is standing at third. It's it, you represent the tying run, as you said, and it's the regional championship game. If I was going to make a movie about the 2002 season, I think that's what I would start with. That triple. You know, it reminds me, uh, like, thinking back about it now. You remember, like, in the Bad News Bears when Kelly Leak hits the inside the park home run? and Of course. He ends it. You know, the, the music is mounting, you know, and, and all the drama and all that. He ends up getting thrown out, though, at the plate. Now, you didn't obviously right. get thrown out. But, it, it, you know, it just reminds me of that. It's like, oh, you know, this, this comeback. And, and now here's Paulo Tool at third base. He's the tying run. But then, unfortunately, the season yeah. ends. But how did, that, how did that kind of motivate you uh, going into 2002? Just, kind, you know, kind of that bitter taste in your mouth with the way things ended there. Yeah, that was, that was probably the most disappointed I had been up to that point in my career at, at ND. Um, just obviously the talent we had on that squad being ranked number one in the country at some point during that year with Heilman and Tamayo at the top of our rotation, um, not being able to, to, to win that regional, um, you know, after, you know, just what we went through that entire year. It, it was extremely disappointing, extremely disappointing. We were the better team and we just fell short. And that was, um, that was unfortunate. So I think you're right. Just, the bad taste that left in our mouth. Um, my my class now becoming seniors, um, you know, having a, a strong core of guys that played the bulk of their four years um, started with with Bushy and Stanley and others. Um, I think we were ready to get going that senior year in '02. Well, and from a position player standpoint, I mean, your '02 team, it's like you're a senior, Stanley's a senior, Bushy's. A senior, Stavisky's a junior. I think Bill mm -hmm. Meyer would have been. I think he was a junior, junior. as well. Yeah. yeah, Solman is a sophomore. Thame, you know, it's like so. You had like a pretty senior-laden team with a mix of some other guys, but of course, the thing that you where you lacked, you know, the was like you lose guys like Aaron Heilman, who ends up being a first-round yeah. draft pick on the mound. You lose Danny Tamayo, who got as far as AAA, and then you've got these two young freshmen, Grant Johnson, Chris Neisel, who were. Mm -hmm you know, pretty good during the season, but they really turned into studs once the postseason rolled around. And obviously being the catcher, you were behind the plate. So why do you think that those guys were able really to, to up their game so much once that big stage came around? Yeah, I think that's just the natural progression of, of anyone's freshman year, especially if they're, you're getting a lot of playing time. You know, I can speak to my experience. Um, you know, having started freshman year, Stanley could probably say the same thing, same as Bushy. You don't really get your feet wet until at least halfway through the season, and then you realize, you know, I can play at this level. It's a big jump from high school. And then you really, in the postseason, um, again, you're, it's your first time experiencing it, um, whether it's in the Big East tournament or, or the regionals. Um, and it, it just everything starts clicking. You, you, re, you have the confidence of knowing you can play. You've done it all season. And then you just you just lock in, and, and as you said, you know Chris Neisel, his performance was phenomenal in the postseason. Um, Grant Johnson reminded me a lot of, of Aaron Heilman out there, so yeah. it was great to have him on the bump. Um, I, but I think it's just the natural progression of freshman year, just finally getting I don't know how many innings it takes 
whether you're a pitcher or a position player or how many games at bats it takes. I think it's just by the time, you know, May and June roll around, you're just you're comfortable and you're confident and you're ready to go. Paul O'Toole's with us from Notre Dame's 2002 College World Series team. You know, we've talked on this show about that Mississippi State atmosphere that, you know, last year's Notre Dame team went down there into the Super Regional. Yeah. When you were, I guess, a sophomore, you went sophomore. to Starkville for a regional and got to experience that environment. And then flash forward a couple years later, as a senior, you're in another pretty hostile environment at Florida State when you win the regional at Notre Dame and, and go to that super regional. How would you kind of compare those two environments? Yeah, yeah both, both were amazing environments. Mississippi State was just phenomenal. I mean, the mecca of college baseball. Um, going down there with a sophomore, and, and you know, we had some good seniors on that team, like like Matt Nussbaum and you know John Corvin, and, and um, good leadership from that team. That was, I think we were, we went in with our eyes wide open, like oh my gosh, what's going on? And then we played well, <laughs> but ultimately ultimately falling short. But come, that really prepared us, uh, at least my class and and some of the guys that were freshmen on that team. Um, that prepared us for Florida state in the super regional in 2002. We were, you know, we weren't, we weren't nervous. Um, we knew we could play with them. Many of us had played, you know, in summer league with, with a lot of these guys. So we, even though they were number one in the nation at the time, they had won like 20 games in a row. Yeah. None of us were afraid going into that. Well, and that, you know, that. We, we, yeah, we were, I mean, we, we weren't we weren't scared. We were ready to go um, because so of those really, all those things yeah. that you'd experienced, you know, from Starkville to, you know, yeah. the, the the regional to to Big East tournament. It just seemed like all those experiences just kind of prepared you guys for that. Like you, that that was it was all leading to something. It seems like absolutely. Um, what? But I think the wild card was, as you pointed out earlier, we just you still just weren't sure how the freshmen were going to perform, and they just did a phenomenal job. Yeah, um, Grant Johnson, and then. Um, Niesel, what he did in that third and, and clinching game uh, to win a 3-1 game, that was unheard of in college baseball back then. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Um, so for him to, to come in and pitch how he did, and of course Gagne coming in and shutting the door, um, yeah, uh, it just all came together. You know, it's JP, the closer on that team, and I talked with him recently, and we talked about his changeup, and there was just so much movement on that changeup. To me, it, it looked more like a breaking ball. He said it was almost more like a screw ball. Just how mm -hmm. devastating was that pitch from where you sat? It was the best changeup I ever caught, and that includes, um, you know, my time in the minor leagues. I, I caught some good ones. Um, I bet. It was, I mean, you could tell the guy was coming, uh, and he still wouldn't be able to hit it. it was, <laughs> his arm action, he had such good arm action, just such good whip, that it was the same as a fastball, um, but as he said, it really had that screwball action that would just dive down and underneath um, the bat. And, and we, it's not like you know most of the time, right-handed pitcher, you're going to reserve that pitch for a left-hander, left-handed hitter for the most part. Right. We would we would throw it to anyone at any count. Um, in fact, <laughs> I was so um, in that ninth inning when we're about to clinch against Florida State. I just wanted him to throw it every pitch. I just kept calling it. And he, he was the one with the cooler head, the calmer head. He, he kept shaking me off. He's like, no, we got to throw some fastballs here. Right. 
<laughs> so he would shake me off to get to the fastball. I'm like, no, no, change up, let's go. Well, so, it's it's thing. interesting you mentioned that, you calling pitches, because it's pretty rare in college baseball, especially now. But even back then, I mean, it's mm-hmm. rare that a catcher calls the pitches. You called the pitches, though, right? I did. When I did, did yeah. Um, I started calling pitches uh, for a few different reasons. Um, obviously, Coach Maneri and Coach O'Connor had – had confidence in me that I, I knew what I was doing back then. Right. Um, you know, having, having started for four years, but we just, we needed something different. So the first month of the season, we battled adversity. We, we were not doing well. I think we were nine and 12 at one point, our record was. And so it was a combination of getting better tempo in the game. Um, and, and just understanding that I knew what I was doing. Right. Sure. So they had the sense. confidence in me probably right when we started, we turned it around that West Virginia series. Yep. Um, I think we were 9-12. and 12. We were maybe, what, 0-4 in Big East play, Yep. which is unheard of for us. Um, we just started calling pitches, and it, it just does so much from a, the, the pitcher and the, and the defensive standpoint. You get better tempo. You know, we, you just get in a better groove. Um, and it yeah, just, got, just kept rolling from there. JP retired Florida State 1-2-3 in that ninth yeah. inning of the deciding game, and he, he got a strikeout to end that game. It sends you guys to Omaha. What what was that moment like? Do, can you even remember anything? Of course. <laughs> I, 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 still, I, I still remember that. Um, he, he finally did listen to me. He threw a change ball in <laughs> that, that I had to block. Um, yep, that's right. Which was good. So it was uh, – I just remember running out, um, you know, jumping into his arms. I don't know what exactly we did. And then we just, you know, dog, the dog pile, pile started. <laughs> just, it just started. Um, just couldn't believe we actually made it to Omaha. That was just an amazing feeling. Still have the, the newspaper clippings of, of me and JP running out to, to greet each other and then yeah. brace each other after that win. Um, I think it was on the, the cover of USA Today of all things. Um, my parents still have that clipping. Wow, that's pretty cool. But it was just an amazing. I mean, I still get chills just talking about it. Um, yeah, it was great. What about what about that Omaha experience in the College World Series? What what are some standouts for you? Uh, it was such. I mean, Coach O'Connor had played in it. Right. He, you know, he's from Omaha, so he he tried to set the scene. Coach Maneri was, again, trying to set the scene. You don't really know what to expect until you get there. And it is such a phenomenal event. Um, you know, two-week event. They do a fantastic job of putting on. It was um, just a fantastic experience. Um, you know, there's so much buildup and, uh, you know, festivities before the games even start. Uh, just an amazing, amazing time. And then, of course, the games. Um, I just remember being so there's a few regrets. We were so close in those two Stanford games that we yep. lost by one run and two runs. Um, and then beating Rice on Stavisky's walk-off home run, that was phenomenal. Um, you know, part of me just, I, I play it back in my mind, is I'm sure there was part of it where we were just happy to be there because we had the talent to truly to win that thing. Um, Absolutely. But I can't have any regrets. I mean, it was a great experience. We played our tails off, um, you know, we, we had a respectable showing going one and two. Um, but that, I, I just wish we had knocked off Stanford in one of those games. <laughs> well, and uh, I mean, there was just so much, like, you know, Stanford had Jeremy Guthrie, who ends up pitching in yeah. the big leagues. And, like, there, 
uh, you know, most of their infield, I, I think, were, were like ended up being big league guys. Like, like that yeah, side of the bracket, it's you, the eventual national champion, Texas, Rice, and Stanford. It seemed like you guys got kind of like the you know, the pitching heavy side of the bracket. I always felt like if you if yeah, you, we did. If you would have been on the other side, you know, maybe you're at least playing for a national championship. Well, you know what didn't help, Sean. Um, umpires giving eight inches off the either side of the plate for for Guthrie guys you know, with yeah with a reputation that's right that's right you don't need a, a and they knew that Stanford had been in the College World Series you know they know how to manipulate these umpires so <laughs> I mean they're sitting up on the chalk um, the, the batter box chalk to, to and they're calling it so yeah that was another adjustment that I, we didn't quite make yeah <laughs> Paul O'Toole with us from Notre Dame's 2002 College World series team you know what's always stuck with me from that team the 2002 team you know guys like you Stanley Bushy Solman I mean you can go on and on there was just such a high baseball IQ on that team but how did, how did that kind of compare maybe to any other team that you played on uh it really didn't I mean in terms of um the experience we had and, and I'm sure maybe Stanley, talk to Stanley, he'll tell you this. It just, it's a different type of baseball when you get into professional baseball, uh, especially in the minor leagues. Just everyone's, there's not that team mentality. Everyone's kind of out for themselves sure. looking to, to move on to the next level. So uh, just being able to go through so many battles and wars with with Stanley, with Bushy, with, you know, Buck Meyer and, and you know, Drew Duff and Ken Meyer and, and guys in my, my class um, over four years, it's tough to replicate on any team. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, just and then just you know, summer leagues. You know, Stavisky, Stanley, and I going to, to the Cape Cod League and having great seasons there. Um, Solman doing the same thing. So it's getting you know, four years of, of that experience is almost impossible to replicate um, on any team. Paulo Tool, yeah. catcher from Notre Dame's 2002. College World Series team. Great stuff from you, Paul. I appreciate you taking some time today. Sure, Sean. Hopefully it got you out of work for a little bit anyway. So. Well, you know, it did, and I'm, I'm sure um, I was probably far down on your list, so I'll talk to the other guys at the reunion and say next time they should accept your offer to an interview, <laughs> but I'm happy you eventually got to me on the list. You so were not You were not sure. far down the list at all. You, you were, okay, Sean, you can, you can, you can ask Maneri. I said, I said, <laughs> what is O'Toole's number? I, he, is, he is high on the list, so. All right. <laughs> All right, I'll take it. Thank you. <laughs> Absolutely. Good, good reconnecting with you, Sean. You too. You too. I, I assume you're coming into town next week, right? I'll be in town for the reunion. Absolutely. We got a good turnout. I think we got 22 guys uh, coming back. So, All right. yeah, looking forward to it. Sounds good. And the game on the 30th, April 30th, against Boston College. It's an afternoon game, and uh, you and the 2002 team are going to be recognized at that game so uh fans who are uh, going out to that game you'll have a chance to see both the current team and the uh currently the greatest team in notre dame history from 2002 that college world series team all the best to you paul thanks a lot look forward to seeing you next week sounds good sean take care okay you too paulo tool notre dame's 2002 college world series team we'll take a time out when we come back notre dame football's latest commitment braylon james the wide receiver from texas You'll hear from him next on Budweiser's Weekday Sports Beat.
Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. 